everyone, and welcome back to another episode of the Pinstripe Perspective Podcast. I'm your host, Robert Coles, and I have a question. Yankees fans, are we happy today? And for the third day in a row, the answer is yes. That hasn't happened in a while. That hasn't happened since the 13-game win streak when it was basically yes for 13 straight days, plus or minus two or three, because I don't record these on the weekends. But anyway, Yankees beat the Orioles in a thriller last night because what else did the Yankees do besides find themselves in thrilling games? Yankees beat the Orioles 4-3. Nestor Cortez stepping up big time, goes seven and a third innings. Sorry, six and a third innings with 11 strikeouts, a career high for him in a game, allowing just one earned run to get clipped by Austin Hayes in the sixth inning. A couple notables, not going to go through the entire game. A lot of things just stuck out to me last night. The Yankees had seven hits as a team, two from Gardner, two from Urshela, including an Urshela home run. He's looking great. Two from Glaber, and then one from Stanton. So the one through five hitters last night in the lineup, so that's LeMayhew, Judge, Rizzo, Stanton, and Voigt, when they combined one for 20 last night. But they still won the game, so you can't complain. But if the Yankees were to lose this game, we'd be looking right at that. Now, in terms of when this game got hairy, to say the least, bottom of the seventh, it's 2-1 Yankees. Nestor walks Ryan McKenna. But then Chad Green comes in, gets out of the seventh inning clean, go to the top of the eighth. Now, when the top of the eighth comes, in my head, it's there's no way Chad Green can come back out for the bottom of the eighth. He's already burnt out. He had the clean seventh to get out of the inning. Let him build that confidence. Let him move on to his next appearance with that in his back pocket. But no, Aaron Boone decides to bring Chad Green back out for the bottom of the eighth when I would have guessed, not saying I would have done or what I would have preferred, but I would have guessed that it would have been either Wandy or Clay Holmes. So he comes back out in the bottom of the eighth, gives off a leadoff single to Austin Wins. And then there's that Cedric Mullins play where he grounds sharply to Glaber Torres. And Glaber has a clear play at second to get Wins. A clear, clear play. About as clear as it gets. But decides to throw to first to get Mullins. So Wins is now on second with one out. I mean... Even Chad Green, who like rarely shows too much emotion on the mound, had his hands on his head when Glaber just didn't even look to throw to second base for the force. Didn't even look. Would have been out by a mile. They wouldn't have gotten Mullins because Mullins was is too fast for that. But didn't I mean to not, to not even look at second there? It's just a brain fart. It's just a total total brain fart. So anyway, Mullins. Gets out at first. So wins is the tying run at second with one out. Ryan Mountcastle then strikes out. So there's two outs and a runner on second. And Austin Hayes comes to the plate. 
who mashes left-handed hitting but is not good against righties. And he homered earlier in the game off Nestor. And on an 0-2 pitch, an 0-2 pitch, an up-and-in fastball, I think Green had thrown basically four straight fastballs in the A-B. Hayes hits it out to left field for his second homer of the night. And this is in the bottom of the eighth inning with a burnt-out Chad Green. And it's just one of those nightmare moments. The second that ball comes off the bat, you know it's gone. And it's another time in this season where your heart just sinks because Boston won yesterday, Toronto won yesterday. If you lost yesterday, you were a game back of both of them. And it's just a mess. But we go to the top of the ninth. Yankees are down 3-2. to two. So the Yankees go Voight walk to lead off, Glaber single. So first and second, nobody out. Gary Sanchez flies out to center field on the first pitch of the inning. But then Gardner's up, two-strike count, double steal. Tyler Wade swipes third. Glaber Torres follows and goes to second. So it's second and third with one out. With the infield in. And Brett Gardner bloops a base hit into left center field. Glaber with the risky base running, but the heads-up base running. I don't like the idea or the narrative that Michael Kay was pushing, which was that Glaber might have forgotten that there were that there was only one out. If Glaber forgot there was one out, he you must think he's the stupidest man on earth. Which like fine, if you do fine. The infield was in, Michael. So Glaber Torres is staring at the infield in with two and he's thinking there's two outs. In what universe is the infield in with two outs? I think Glaber just had a really good read on this flare. And good for him because if he doesn't have that read, he doesn't score. And then you don't know what happens. So good for Glaber. I actually think that that base running, I'll call it base running prowess, more than made up for his infield gaffe in the bottom of the eighth. Glaber, or sorry, Gio would then reach on an error. So it was first and second. Or no, there was... um. Man on third, DJ LeMahieu, infield in, ground out. They get Gardner at home. And then Judge almost gets a base hit up the middle. But then Pavlika makes a crazy backhanded play. So it's 4-3 going to the ninth, and Chapman's coming in. And Chapman, for the past three months, has been a total disaster. But for the second straight night, he looks like April or all this Chapman all of a sudden. And, and the only thing I can think of is that Chapman has, I don't want to say overcome, but the issues with his fingernail, his finger, a blister, whatever was bothering him so, so, so much throughout the last two, three months of baseball seems to be getting better because he has confidence in throwing the splitter again. And that splitter is so nasty, man. 
when it, he has no idea where it's going, which is whatever. But I tweeted it last night. Araldus Chapman splitter resurgence bandwagon. That pitch is, for all intents and purposes, looks back. And if he has that pitch back, holy cow. And I said, you know, in the NYY takes room last week, I think Araldus Chapman is the X factor for this team. If this team makes the playoffs, of course. This team only goes as far as Araldus Chapman's success goes. Because when he's right, he's an elite relief pitcher. When he's not right, he can't find the strike zone. But if you get elite Araldus Chapman in the playoffs, that is so huge for this team. Personally, I don't have a lot of confidence that Loisica is fine. I don't have a lot of confidence that Severino is going to come and be like effective and not get hurt or even throw a pitch at the major league level this season. Chad Green just looks spent. Wandy is also looking a little spent. So you need Chapman to be good. Another thing of concern last night was that Clay Holmes didn't warm up at all. So they went with Chapman for a third straight day over getting Clay Holmes warm. You have to hope nothing is wrong with Clay Holmes. Hopefully we see him today if the situation calls for it so I can ease my mind about the elite relief pitcher that he has become. So, I mean, yes, there are a lot of negatives from last night, but I actually think the positives, and really the main positive being Chapman, but the other positive that I haven't mentioned yet is Gio Urshela. Two straight games now where he has looked a lot more like the old Gio Urshela. He's been injured all season. It's been ugly for him. He had a couple, he had a couple nice plays at shortstop. He had the homer. I mean, if he's right, talk about an X factor in the lineup. If he's right, the lineup is so much deeper. And he and Glaber both had two hit two uh, hit nights last night. So, look, I know it was an ugly game. I know the best hitters, the top one through five hitters, but one for 20. But Gio's looking right. Glaber's looking more right. Chapman's looking right. Positives. Let's stay positive because you won the game. You can afford to be positive, and you can afford to – Think about what that really means for this team because I'm not worried necessarily about Judge and those guys. Not necessarily worried about Chad Green. I just think he needs a rest. He's just pitched so much in so many high leverage situations. I still I don't really understand how he gets a clean seventh and you don't just say, Okay, Chad, thank you. Let's get the let's get the good vibes going for you again. No. Boone had to bring him back out and just let him have a nightmare again. Poor Chad. Big game today, 5 o'clock start, finish off the sweep, come home against Cleveland and Texas. Just keep stacking wins going into that nightmare end of the season, that gauntlet with Boston, Toronto, and Tampa. Those games are going to matter a whole lot. But that's all I've got for today, and I will talk to you guys tomorrow.